You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. You know where we kick things off with a sense of how the markets have performed. Joining me to do that is a good friend of mine, and you've probably heard him before, uh, Simon Brown, founder of Just One Lap. Good evening, Simon. Uh, We spoke this morning. We spoke about some stocks. Uh, Let's continue that conversation, but let's start with the U.S. CPI data. Data came in at 3.2% as opposed to the 3.1% expectation, Uh, so still sticky inflation. Is it sticky enough to worry Jerome Powell and his team? Ooh, evening, Jimmy. It is sticky inflation. I don't think it's enough to worry him. I think it's probably enough to worry the people who thought there was going to be a March rate cut. Um, I, I think this probably takes it off the table. I don't think it's a massive surprise to, to the Federal Reserve and the FOMC. Um, and if we if we drill into it, um, it's, the, and the various different components and the like, food at home had its had its lowest number since 2022, and, and that's an important number. We mostly eat at home. So drilling into it, I don't think it's too bad. I think if you were looking for a March rate cut, you might want to revisit that. But uh, inflation getting sticky is not 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 unexpected. The dollar doesn't seem to have reacted too much to that. And looking at uh, the RAND's performance as well, the RAND isn't really moving. You'd expect that with numbers like this, I mean, obviously this would be a number that wouldn't be the most positive for the dollar. We're not expecting more rate hikes to be priced in at this stage, but we're not seeing any real movement in the RAND. Oh, we're not. And and, and the, the, certainly, as you mentioned, in the dollar and, and looking at the, the dollar index, uh, trading at, what, 102 and a half, um, it, it, it isn't giving it up. I, I think th- there is still, I, I, I've been back this whole week, I've been reading stuff and, and, and everyone's talking uh, uncertainty. And, and I don't think we should be surprised that there's, that there's uncertainty. I think we, we live in the world. It's an uncertain place. But I think markets or market participants are taking a, a slightly cautious look and see approach uh, broadly to the year. There's, there's a lot out there. There's, there's two conflicts happening. Um, there's a lot of elections, 56% of global GDPs voting this year. I think there's very much a sense of, of uh, taking a bit of a wait and see, which means keeping your money in, in, in the dollar for now. So then where are the pockets of investment, Simon? What, are we, what, what stocks are we looking at going into 2024? How does the latest inflation print, and we know we've got China's inflation print coming out in a couple of hours as well, how mm. does that position your thought process uh, as an investor and the thought processes of potentially other investors to say, okay, rates, rate cuts might not be happening right now. What value stocks are we looking at? What sectors make sense is it the right time to go into things like mining, uh, where commodities prices have been softer? Where's Where's the 2024 lining up? Mining, I'm, I'm watching the commodity prices, and I, and I want to see moves there first. There certainly is moves in gold, um, and and it's you know, gold's always speculative, but at, at the low 2000s, um, I've got positions both in the the ETF and 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 uh, Anglo Gold Ashanti. Um, almost as spirits, but the, the levels are nasty. Gold miners are making a lot of money. We're seeing central bankers been buying for the first time in, in, in many, many years. Uh, they've been uh, net buyers of, of gold. So certainly I like that space. Um, I'm looking at interest rates coming down and, and, and consumer confidence improving. I appreciate that our local consumer is, has had a really tough four years going back to lockdowns in 2020. There's been hardly no respite at all. Um, inflation, interest rates and the like. I think that the worst is definitely behind us. Interest rates are, are coming down this year. The debate is when less than if they will. So the likes of, of Mr. Price and, and some of those that have been 
really taking a pounding, suddenly start to look they're on decent valuations um, and a and slightly improved consumer. And then REITs, low interest rates are going to help them. Um, they've fixed up balance sheets, debt in most cases over the last couple of years, got rid of non-performing assets. They had a, a, a decent back from the top 40 in, in uh, the last year and uh, I think still looking at fairly decent. Simon, you touched on the gold conversation, and I was wondering around that. I mean, where do we think institutional money is going to land now that we've got that Bitcoin ETF approval? I mean, I'm going to speak to uh, Fazar Asani uh, from uh, Valor shortly about that, but I want to get your thoughts on that. Do you think institutional money will then say, okay, gold is going to be production dependent and demand dependent and so on and so forth, and crypto we can now get involved in? Do you think we'll see a lot of inflows into that with the ETFs? I, I think I think no. I mean, I, and, and I'll tell you why. Crypto, it, it's got its first ETF. I mean, it, it's not even 24 hours old. It's trading at this point in time. Um, I think there will be some institutional money moving into it, but I don't think a huge amount. I think the attraction of the ETF is more going to be into the retail client who didn't want to go to bespoke exchanges. Um, I, th- I think there will still be gold. I mean, and, and just as a, uh, as, a, as, a, as a quick foot, I just quickly checked market cap of gold is about 14 trillion. And crypto all on its own is, is, is a trillion or so. It, it, it's not big enough yet. It's not liquid enough for, for large institution. It's nowhere near bond markets. I think there's still going to be a fair bit of activity in bond markets. You can say that the, the US 10 years come down from what some 5% to some 4%. That's still 4%, and, and you know, with the U.S. government as your risk, that's still a chunky return. Are bond yields going to be attractive with lower interest rates? So obviously interest rates are set to come down, as you rightly mentioned, the when is the bigger question. But is this the time to then say, okay, given that we know interest rates are going to come down, at some point or another, just load up on one or two fixed income products that are longer term, so that regardless of how much they come down by, you've sort of secured those returns on a longer term basis? Yeah, so you, so you can do it two ways, and, and, and yours is absolutely one of them, essentially hold to maturity. Um, and, and, and you can pick your maturity deadline, but if you're getting a rate that you like and you're comfortable with and, and, and you're comfortable with the risk, absolutely. You'll get the coupons uh, paid out regularly, uh, the, the, the income essentially, and then at the end you get the capital back, and, and that, that absolutely works. But if you're holding a, a bond and, and looking to exit it before expiry, any decrease in the interest rate pushes up the, the value of the bond, um, yield down price up. So you're still going to get paid. Even if you get a lower coupon going forward, you'll get compensated to a fair degree. It's not a, it's not a one for one. It's probably about a, an average around 80%, 85 But you'll get recuperated with an increase in, in the price. And that's part of the attraction, particularly, as I said up front, there's lots of uncertainty, which isn't new. It just feels more uncertain this time. And maybe that's how it always is. It is just about the feelings, isn't it? Everything seems to just be feeling a bit different. Um, I know when we started 2024, everything looked a lot more optimistic. And then the market started um, in the first week and in this week as well. And you just saw that equity markets were just like, no, we're not optimistic just yet. We, we might come around in February. But we'll leave it at that. Thanks so much, Simon. That's Simon Brown, founder of Just One Lap, on his uh, thoughts around what's happening in the markets today and what could potentially be moving markets throughout 2024. And uh, the latest... It, CPI inflation print from the US. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m.
For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.